Welcome to the Sports Betting Preview Podcast from Pregame.com. Pregame.com. Broadcasting straight from the Las Vegas Strip. Vegas, baby. With your host, R.J. Bell. I saw him on ESPN. Can I call Marco Daddy? VR seems wild. Welcome to the Sports Betting Preview Show, a pregame.com podcast. This is segment one of four, big game preview, Portland at Denver. I'm Marco D'Angelo, joined with Vegas Runner. We're going to break down Portland at Denver on Sunday. Quick note, for those of you listening on iTunes, we're going to do our podcast in reverse order, so we're going to talk about the games furthest out first. That would be the Sunday games, and then at the back we'll have the Saturday games. In case you're listening after Saturday, you don't want to listen to the Saturday games, you don't have to listen to the whole podcast to get to Sunday. So let's get things started. We're taping on Thursday, so we don't have the lines for these games yet here in Vegas. But as we always do, Vegas Runner and myself will put our numbers up on the game. Vegas Runner will talk in a true line, or what he thinks the number is, uh, should be. I will be talking at what I think the number will be based on Vegas. Exactly. To split the action. VR, Portland travels to Denver Sunday night, 1030 Eastern Time, ESPN. What do we got? Portland's going to be off till that game. They played last night against Indiana and had no problem spanking them by 23 points. On the flip side, Denver plays Indiana. Um, when's that? Friday, I think it is. Tomorrow they play. Um, so I mean, this will be Denver's fourth game in a five-night stretch. Right. So I, I mean, that might influence a little bit what the number is. But I made my true number. I made Denver a four and a half point home favorite, and I set the total at one. 99 and a half. I do think it'll come out a little higher as far as the side goes. Okay, I made it Denver 7. Yeah, see, I have no no doubt that Vegas will bring it out higher. I just think don't think that that's a true reflection of what the number should be. But I, I do agree that they're going to bring it up a, a it, little higher than what I got. Let me correct myself on one thing I said. I said that Denver will be playing four games in five nights. Actually, they just finished Finish playing a that. four, right. a yeah, four yeah, games that's in five-night stretch. And uh, the final two on the end of that was playing the Lakers in Phoenix. Uh, you know, two tough games on, on the, the road. road. Lost them both you know, back to back. Them. So, but they have gone four and two their last six games. Uh, no shame in that with the two losses being Lakers and Phoenix, which right now, you know, the Phoenix Suns, you got to say that they're, you know, maybe the hottest team in basketball. Yeah, and I like the way Denver responded yesterday. Um, that was actually a game I used as a free pick. Couldn't confirm it to make it official, but I thought they would. That here's an opportunity for us. Okay, leave it behind. This. We lost to the two best teams other than us in the West, you know, Fe- arguably at least, yeah. Phoenix and the Lakers. Now we got to get on and start knocking down some wins. So I really thought we were going to get their A game yesterday, and we did. The problem I have looking at this game is all these teams are bunched in up together so much. When you look at this division, the Northwest standings, they're all within three or four games. So each and every, every night, yeah, and each and every night, each team, when they play each other, you expect their A game is going to be there. But there's only so much A game you could bring to the table. And when you're playing Denver, Utah, Oklahoma City, and Portland, and 
them four teams, every game matters amongst each other, you're going to have some nights where the team just doesn't bring it. And the key, I think, is to try to find the situation where they won't be able to bring it, where maybe it is the fifth game in, in six nights or, or something like that, or coming off a last-second jumper that won the game. I think you need to really look closely at who they played before, Well, when you, like the way you, you handicap it. Absolutely. Well, first of all, let, let's say that coming back home and bouncing back the way they did last night— Oklahoma City's playing good Exactly, basketball. exactly. And I know a lot of betters were taking the points with Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City right now, they, you know, stamp it. Marco's going to say it. They're one of the young and upcoming teams. I agree with you. We, that you're going to hear. I agree with you. They keep this core together and they continue to grow. Yeah, yeah. A draft pick and a free agency signing away from from Sky's going to be yeah, the limit yeah. on, on this team. Um, going back to Denver, and we talked about you know the scheduling and you look at you know who teams played and you know when they played how they played um that stretch i think took its toll on denver uh for those final two games at the lakers and phoenix not only were they playing two good good ball clubs but when you're playing them on the end of a road trip yeah, yeah, and yeah. you're tired they ended up only shooting in those two games 36 and 43%. Yeah, they didn't break 90 points against either you know, of and them. And that's not that's not Denver basketball. No, no, exactly. You, you think of Denver basketball, I mean, first thing right away, it's Carmelo. And, you know, and they're going to score. score. I mean, they're the second highest scoring offense right. in, in the NBA. So and, for them not to crack 90 when playing a team like the Suns, who, who is willing to get at it with you, right. or the Absolutely. Lakers, which Lakers like to have court, but you could push them. Lakers, the, the Lakers, if you could get them to run, they're going to run, you know. The, the Lakers can play either way. Exactly. The they got the luxury of you. Yeah, play, yeah. You want to run, we'll run. But yeah, you want to we'll slow this down, down we'll do that yeah. too. Yeah. And, and I think, honestly, I think the Lakers are more dangerous when they do that do triangle that. offense. They play, they yeah, play yeah. that half court game and slow it down because then all the possessions become. They so matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And teams that don't play defense. And I think that's one of the, the keys to the West is that. So many teams don't play D at they, night they in and rather, night out. They yeah. rather play that up tempo. Let's, up and down let's outscore court. our opponent instead of trying to stop them from scoring. And it's one of the reasons why. I mean, I know we're flipping around other teams, and it's almost like an NBA preview here. But year in and year out, the Spurs are always in the playoffs. Right, right, right. Because it's that no style what, of ball. Yeah. When it comes playoff time, defense wins. It frustrates these teams. Now, I think Denver last year took a major stride when they had the addition of Chauncey Billups. Yeah, yeah, that was he, huge. He, and now he's he, come into his own, his 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 position and what his contribution for the team has been established. Like, night in and night out, he knows his role now. It's so defined, I like this team. It, it gives this team a defensive presence. Yes, for sure, and that they never had. As a, and plus, a veteran floor leader, that's got experience, right? It's right, smart. right. And to compliment Carmelo, I mean, I think it didn't. You know, I it just didn't work when they had Iverson and and you know, 
in Carmelo. You no. can't you can't have two no, two no, big no. scores like that, you know, coexist. It just it, it, there's not enough basketball. Getting back to this game and I think they will bring Denver out higher than than what I think the true line goes is because I mean, this is also a revenge game for them. Portland beat them and beat them convincingly, you know, by 11 points. They were they were a favorite. Portland was minus 1 at home. That happened Christmas Day and they had no problems beating Denver. But to beat Denver They had to shoot 53% field goals and 52% from the three-point line. Mm -hmm. Now, I know Denver's defense isn't the greatest, but I don't think they're going to have as easy a time going into Denver to do that. Um, You know, especially when you look at that game, and at one point Denver was up by double digits. It just so happens it's one of those times where a team shoots 55% from the three-point line and from the field goal, you know, from the court, I'm anywhere on the court, I mean, and there's always so much you could do. When a team shoots like that, lights out, they're going to beat you. I don't have an official free pick on this game. Yeah, I I don't either, to be honest with you. I actually, if you put the gun to my head looking at this game, and again, we don't know what the total's actually going to be, but I think there should be some value in the total based on the first two meetings. Yeah. That I think you're going to see a reversal of form and I think you're going to see a more up-tempo game. And I'm leaning I'm leaning towards the over. Yeah, I, I don't think it'll come up ab- above 200. You know, so I think you'll get a fair total. You know, because when you when you think of Portland, you you, you automatically think low. You know, that's what I'm saying. Score. And and the way Denver's been, you know. Playing them games tougher games, exactly. So I think we might see a, a a lower total that it won't be in the high 200s. If anything, I had it set at 199, 199 and a half, and I would be surprised if it comes out too much higher than that. Absolutely. Well, uh, no official free pick here, but don't forget, you can go to pregame.tv, go to the comments section, put in what you think your projected score is going to be. If you hit it on the head, we will give you $100 in pregame dollars. It's free. Just make a guess on the game. Tell Take a us shot. Your, give it a shot. Your prediction on the game. If you're right, $100. Uh, this is going to wrap up this uh, segment. We'll be back with three more segments. And don't forget, if you want to download and listen, go to iTunes, punch in pregame.com for the search, bring up all of our podcasts, and you can download and listen to us anytime. Jogging, ride to work, whatever. Have Marco and VR on that iPod. What's better than that? It doesn't get any better (laughs) than that, my friend. All right, this is segment one. We'll be back with segment two. We're going to take a look at Lakers at Orlando on Sunday. For the best deals from trusted sportsbooks, visit pregameaction.com. This is segment two of four Lakers at Orlando on Sunday. I'm Marco D'Angelo. He's Vegas Runner. We're going to preview this. As always, this is being taped on Thursday, so we do not have the line for this game. But we're going to go to Vegas Runner. What is your number on this game? All right. I made Orlando a three-point home favorite. And I set the total at 196. I'm hoping this line comes out shorter. We know that you're always going to pay a premium for the Lakers. Um, But... The problem is Lakers haven't been covering. They're doing what they do, you know, all the time. Winning the game, but not cashing at the windows. And I'm starting to see betters not afraid to go against them. Where before, it was a lock. Lakers are playing, 
public's going to back them. Now, all of a sudden, they're using them more in teasers and trying to get that spread more manageable. Where poss- They're even tying them up in a lot of money line parlays from what I've been hearing when they're six, seven, eight point favorites mm-hmm. because they're not. They're not covering. I mean, look at their last 10 games. They've covered one of the last seven games, and that was well, just yesterday. One thing, though, different is when you're an underdog, you can't win and not cover. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly, so exactly. It, it brings a different thing. Um, I have Orlando favorite. Um, I have them at uh, minus two. Um, I think that you know just because it is the Lakers, you 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 pay a premium. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, I think that uh, they won't make the Lakers that big of an underdog. Um, so I have the number at two. Um, this game Sunday, two thirty, ABC nationally televised. Um, when I looked at the game. Uh, first thing that jumps out, you know, anytime you have a situation that's going to involve the Lakers where it's going to be basically a pick the, the winner type, there's only a handful of teams that that's going to occur with. It's going to be, you know, your Cleveland, yeah, yeah, your yeah, Boston, of course, of and, course, you know, Orlando when they're on the road here. Uh, Orlando's playing right now, I think, their best ball of the year. They've yeah. Won, they've won five of their last six, but they're winning the games convincingly and. Let's not forget, this is a rematch from last year's NBA Finals. Um, it's a situation that uh, it's the they've already played once. Yeah, the Lakers got the, the win Lakers there. Lakers got the win. They were minus six. Yeah, number, it fell right on the number. The number was kind of short. You know, if you remember, you know, Lakers at the time, you know, six looked short, and yet it fell right on the six. So, uh, I guess the odds maker was right on. But now, you know. First time at home since the finals. Yeah, it's a big it's game. A statement. It's for a Orlando. Statement it's, a, it's a lot bigger game for Orlando than it is. Use that, that phrase. Before I forget, and I'll let you break the game down, but we want to give away RJ's money. Oh, and, please, by all know, means. RJ, uh, not available for us this week. Uh, he'll be back with us. Should be next week. I don't know. Unless you know, mean you like doing this by yeah, no, I don't mean this ain't you know. too bad. I'm empty. <laughs> but uh, situation is, we want to give some money away. Uh, coupon for you guys. And uh, basketball, you know, when our guys are stepping back and firing a three, what do we want to see? We want to see swish. And uh, we're going to make the coupon swish. Just type out the word swish. In the number 10. And that will get you $10 off. You go to pregamepros.com, look at all the pros, find somebody you want to make a purchase, put it in the shopping cart, enter Swish 10. We'll take $10 off your order. If it's make, only 10 bucks, what is it then? Free on the house. Drinks free are on, on the house. On RJ Bell. It Drinks are on the house. It doesn't get any better than that. So check that out. You can use that. That coupon's good all through the weekend and uh, take advantage of it. You can use that coupon once and get 10 bucks off. Now, back to this game, VR. What are you seeing here? You see Orlando's anything? playing good, man. And the most important thing I think about this team this year is they're healthy. They don't have those key injuries to key players. No Jameer Nelsons. Like, there was always a problem here. And I think that when they went into the that final of the trade deadline and they kept this team intact and they didn't think they needed to add much, and it seems like right after that final, that day, 
they just have been able to go on a tear. Like, this is the components of our team, and let's make this run. We have what it takes. We're in place for a nice run. And what we're seeing is they're winning, and they're winning and they're covering. So a team that's favored like they are, that's covering, Mm -hmm. is playing at a very high level. You know, because you're going to pay a premium for them, and they're still, you know, going past the odds makers' expectations because people are back in Orlando. The thing about this game in particular is Orlando don't lose at home. They win 75% of their home games. That's the bottom line. So out of every, you know, 10 times they play at home, you're going to cash more than seven tickets on them. So how many times can you only be laying a bucket and get them? So, I mean, uh, looking at it from that perspective, I think there's value. On the flip side, you have the Lakers. How many times can you be getting points with the Lakers? Um, you know, but I think if you look at it long term, I don't think it's a winning proposition because when the Lakers are getting points more times than not, there's a good reason for right. it. So, you know, I I got to tell you the truth. I like Orlando in this spot. Looking at that first game, they only took made 15 free throw attempts, so they didn't get to the line at all. That tells me they they didn't use their inside presence at all. What good is having a Dwight Howard if you're not going to use him, if you only get to the line 15 times? And L.A. played a perfect game, only turned the ball over seven times. So they played this perfect game, eliminated any inside threat Orlando had, and they still were only able to win by six points at home. And what was a big game for them, it was, like you said, a rematch of the, the championship last year. So I think as long as Orlando could come and play just as well as they did that game, nothing Mm -hmm. spectacular, being home, I think it's enough for them to get the win here, Marco. Well, I I agree with you. I leaned Orlando in the game in revenge. You know I'm a situational handicapper. Um, The Lakers here, this will be the final game of of a a a three-game road trip. And it's one of those road trips where it's three games and four nights. You know, they only have one night. Yeah, Charlotte, Miami, and Orlando. You know, and two of those games, even though Miami's having a little bit of an off year, you're, you still got to go in and deal with Dwayne Wade. So, I mean, the Lakers are going to have, a you know, presumably a tough game on TNT Thursday night, then turn around and have this big revenge game for Orlando, Orlando sitting there for him. Yeah, exactly. It's a tough spot. Uh, I'm not going to make an official play here. Um, I do lean to Orlando. Uh, you know, note their offense is clicking. Now, granted, the last two opponents was Philly and Golden State. Not exactly defensive powerhouses, but they did put up 126 and 117 in both of those you know games. That that's a lot of points. For yeah, Orlando. I I think the spot to fade Orlando would be against New Jersey. You know because they're going to be definitely looking ahead to the Laker game, prime time. Absolutely. You know Sunday on TV. So if anything, I think we might find a spot. Where we could fade Orlando tomorrow. Take Orlando, night. fade uh, fade him the game before. Yeah, a- absolutely good situations. I'm going to go with the lean to Orlando. Me you're, too. You're taking a lean. No official pick. Don't forget though. Go to pregame.tv. If you're watching us on YouTube, you're, obviously you're already there. You can go to the comment section. Make your guess on what the score will be. If you're right. Free hundred baby dollars, hundred bucks, baby. baby, and you can spend that any way you want here at pregamepros.com. Uh, 
check things out. Uh, two leans from us. This was segment two of four. We'll be back next pre. Uh, the next preview is going to be college, uh, college basketball game. We got a we got a biggie coming, and we both got free picks coming up. Free on. picks in the next two segments. We're going to do Kansas at Missouri next. Ooh, Syracuse check Louisville. That, check that out in Syracuse Louisville to follow. This is segment three of four big game preview. Kansas at Missouri on Saturday, two o'clock Eastern time. CBS big game. Big game for the Big 12. Uh, as we do, we're taping on Thursday, guys, so we don't actually have the lines for this game, but we do each and every week. Vegas Runner will tell you what the true line should be. I'll tell you what the fair line should be in the fair line. I'm looking at what Vegas will actually bring the game out at. VR, what do you see this one at? All right, I made uh, Kansas a road favorite, a small one at that. I made them one and a half, two tops. With the total 144. Wow. Okay. Well, we agree that Kansas will be a road favorite. Um, I've got them coming out at four. I think they will. I think they will. I just don't think they, sh- they should be that high of a favorite. But, again, I'm trying to put a true line out mm-hmm. there and how this benefits the viewers. If Vegas does agree with you and come out with four to try to balance the action, then that's definite. You know, one of those sides I'm going to look at. I'm going to look for more reasons to back Missouri there because I think the line should be closer to one, one and a half, two. So, I mean, that we're off is actually a good thing, and that's what you're going to need to find a wager more times than not. Well, I actually, this is going to be my free pick here on the podcast each week. Vegas Runner will make, uh, we'll have leans on most of the games, but we'll have one official free pick, and Vegas Runner's free picks have been 16-6 and six on the run. Um, my free picks, 18-9, and nine, and I'm going to go to this one, and uh, what... I looked at, when I looked at this game, jumps off to me, is Kansas has nothing to play for. Not no more. Not until tournaments start. This game means nothing. Big 12 championship locked up. They're going into the uh, conference tournament. You know? They have no undefeated record to protect after losing <laughs> you know, to Oklahoma State. They played their arch rival last night, Wednesday night. You had number two in the country versus number five. They demolished them. Just pillar to post, you know, total dominance. Uh, This is, to me, a flat spot, danger spot, upset, whatever, look ahead, mail it in, call it what you want. This is Missouri Senior Day. You'll have huge crowd, host national TV, host the number two team in the country. I you know, I got to look for Missouri. They're si- the only thing that could bring this line closer to your number than my number is the fact that Missouri's sixteen and one at home. Yeah, they they don't lose there. That's the thing. And, and both Kansas's losses have come on the road this season. You know, I mean, as great as they are, and saying you know eight and two on the road. Is spectacular, but still, both their losses did come on the road, and you do have a Missouri team who, who's only lost once there. I agree with you 100%, and I think we will see a higher number um, than my true line, and I really do wish that's the case because then I'll be on Missouri as well with you. I agree with your free pick. Um, not just that Kansas has no reason to play, but Missouri does have such a reason to play. I mean, 
you know, they're I will I don't know if I'd go as far as considering them a bubble team, but I mean they're they're stacked up there in the Big Twelve is fourth right now. So I mean how many Big Twelve teams are gonna make it, how many Big East teams are gonna make it, how many ACC teams are gonna make it. So they still have a reason <clears throat> to show up. Absolutely. And you know, better their seeding. If they're not on the bubble, then the better their seeding. There's a lot of reasons for Mizzou to to, to show up. Plus they got destroyed by this team the first time they met. So, I mean, if anything, you want to go into these tournaments knowing you could compete against the big boys. Absolutely. And, and I really think Missouri could. What they need to do in this game is run the court. The, you don't want to slow it down uh, against Kansas. I mean, well, yeah, Kansas likes to get up and down too, but not to the extent Missouri does. Missouri uses their whole bench. They go 11 deep. I mean, they're top 10 in the country in using their bench and bench minutes. So, I mean, they have the ability to run and keep fresh bodies in the game. And I think that's the way you're going to beat Kansas. You're not going to slow it down and beat them in a half-court game. you got to hope to just keep running the court, getting transition baskets, getting easy baskets, getting to the foul line. I mean, doing all that kind of stuff instead of saying, let's play lockdown defense, let's half-court. That didn't work if the they, first time. If dude. they play half-court, they'll, they'll They'll get destroyed. But going back to what you said, you know, they're in the, the middle of the pack there. They're, they're fourth, which generally is enough to, to get, get in. Yeah. To get yeah. From a enough quality wins. Like, yeah. But here's what always happens that you've got to be concerned with these teams that you consider they're in, you know, that, you know, hey, if they don't, you know, if they don't do well in the, in the conference tournament, they, they've already got enough on right, the resume yeah, right. that they should get in. That's true, but what happens, these ones that are at the tail end of that, and you have them marked as being in, if you get some of these conferences where there's a surprise. Yeah, where, where the, somebody, the top team don't win it, and you right, got their, their one, fourth seed, right, that takes another at-large at at, bid. Yeah, Absolutely right. If you lose two or three at-large bids, for all of a sudden, for that fifth-place team in the Big East ain't going to get sh- there. Right, yeah, it yeah. changes the whole shuffle. So it is a big game. And if you get a game on your resume that you beat the number two team in the country. Late in the season in the where season, it's weighted heavier. Absolutely. So I think it's just a monumental game for Missouri. I think the cards are just lining right up in their favor. Uh, catching a team coming off their yeah. rival. I mean, let's face it. Forget that it was their rival. Just the fact that it was number two versus number five. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. If the teams if they're in the same names, conference, yeah, yeah if they yeah. didn't have names on their jerseys. You beat the number five team in the country, and just totally annihilated them. You got to come off that game fat and sassy. Yeah, yeah. And that was their senior night. Yeah, and that was also their way of of we're number one. Like that that two next to us. Drop yeah. that quick. We're yeah. the number one team in the country, and I think they they came to play last night and they showed that they should be considered number one. I think right. They solidified that they're going to be um, they ain't you know, going nowhere. They're going to yeah, be a number yeah. one seed. Exactly. Okay. Uh, they're going to number one seed whether they win this. Game they could or get lose yeah yeah. They could get knocked out in the early round of their of uh, any tournament, and they're going to get you know. So uh, seeding. we're going to go ahead and you know make this official for me. This is my free pick. As I said, I'm looking at the game plus four. I still like Missouri, even if this game comes out a little closer, shorter. Closer yeah, I, I do too. If they're getting points, I like them. Put it this way, because I could very easily make an argument that this game could be a pick 'em based on the situation, which which you explained very well. And 
the um, earlier in the week, Missouri played on the road, had an overtime win at Iowa State. That definitely was a look ahead spot for Missouri. Oh yeah, and the fact that even in a bad scheduling situation, to go in and get the you know get the W, pull it out in overtime on the road shows that this team's got some talent because that definitely was a bad spot for them. Everything was in Iowa State's favor on you know that game, and still Missouri was able to grab the W. They didn't cover but right, they but they got the, the win. And before the Iowa State game, they lost to this same Kansas State team that everyone just saw Kansas annihilate. I like to call that a little handicapping thing. I, I call it ABC handicapping, where... Team A beat Team B, so B should beat A. Yeah, yeah, yeah C yeah. should beat A, yeah. And you know what happens? Never you comes add, out that... You add up those ABCs... They and just don't eat a D, yeah. Yeah, 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 what ends yeah, up happening. Yeah. So, now, as long as they run the court, because they don't have a size advantage here, I mean, Kansas is going to tower over them if they try to play a half-court offense. So, as long as they run the court and put all those bodies to work, I think they have a chance of turning this ugly. That first game, Kansas had 23 turnovers against this team. So, I mean, they played sloppy and got the win. So, I mean, Missouri's going to have to play a great game, but they did show they could force turnovers. This time, if they could turn in some easy baskets off these turnovers, I think they could get a nice win for them at home. You know, Pad up that resume a little bit. Absolutely. So there you have it. Got an official lean from Vegas Runner. You got my an official, official free, free pick, pick from a guy from who's Missouri. 67%. Hey, what do you say? Don't forget, you can go to pregame.tv and go to the comments section. Tell us what you think the score of this game will be. If you get it correct, we'll give you $100 in pregame dollars. You can use to spend any way you want at pregame.com. And uh, you can always download and listen to any of our podcasts. Just go to iTunes, search for pregame.com. You'll be able to find all of our podcast there. Download and listen no matter you're you're out on a walk or whatever. You got us on the iPod. Wait the all day. You know, I, I take you to the poker table. <laughs> listen Why to my not? man VR. You know? So there you have it. That's uh, segment three of four. And we'll be back with our last segment. We're going to take a look at Syracuse at Louisville. Louisville. For free real-time odds, lines, and scores, visit pregamelines.com. This is segment four of four, big game preview. We're going to take a look at Syracuse and Louisville. I'm Marco D'Angelo, joined by my man, Vegas Runner. And as we always do, this is uh, being filmed on Thursday, so we don't have the actual line for the game, but you're going to give us what you feel is the true Correct. line for Saturday's game. I'll tell you what I think the actual line's going to be when Vegas brings it out, and we're going to handicap it from there. Vegas runner, what do you think? Uh, All Syracuse right. or Louisville? I have my free pick for this game, so I'm actually hoping that the sports books bring the line out a little bit higher um, to try to balance the action. Uh, my true line makes Syracuse only a three and a half point road favorite. I have to stretch to make them four. Um, and I set the total at 148 and a half, which is about the same total they had for last game. But I think they'll have to adjust that downwards because they only scored 126 points last game. But I don't think they'll adjust it too much on the total because when you look at how the teams are coming in, I mean, Syracuse is scoring 90 points two out of their last three games. So I don't think we'll see a big adjustment there. But again, I make Syracuse a three and a half, four point favorite according to my true line. 
Well, uh, I don't think it's going to come that high. Um, I actually have Syracuse as a one-point favorite. And remember that Syracuse only has two losses on the season. Yeah. This is one of them. Yeah. Louisville went into the, the Carrier Dome, beat Syracuse. Um, the only other team to do that was Pitt. And uh, granted, I, where you could get this line a little bit higher is the fact that Louisville is coming off their worst game. Yeah, they, oh, but they got annihilated by Marquette. Six, 69 the, to 48. Embarrassing. You know, that's, that's the one thing that could get this line inflated. And if people buy into the revenge factor, which I think you will have. You know, the general public's going to say Louisville's not going to beat Syracuse twice. two times. Yeah. You know, they're going to go with that mindset. So, hey, this is your uh, free game. I'm going to let you tear the <laughs> game apart. And I, I, I really like um, Louisville in this spot. I'm playing at home. If, if you're giving me points, I'm going to grab them with this team. Again, I can't figure this team out. I, I don't even know, to be honest with you, if they deserve to be in the March Madness tournament because they go from looking great one week, like beating a team like Syracuse on the road, to then looking terrible against Marquette where they put up 48 points, you know, losing to Georgetown at home when they're favored. Um, so, I mean, I just can't get a grip on this team, but I think because I watched that first meeting, it, you know, it, it just happened two weeks ago. And I don't think Syracuse is going to be able to do too much different this time around. I mean, what they're going to want to do, obviously, is speed up the game. Because they, they went into that half-court mode with Louisville, and Louisville ate them up. And, and let's tell it like it is. Louisville didn't do anything spectacular. The only spectacular thing they did was limit Syracuse to 11 free throws, um, which is pretty good considering Syracuse was the home team. So to only get them to the line that few times tells me a lot um, about that game. But the bottom line is Louisville only shot 40% from the field, 43%. They only shot 30% from the three-point line. So all these are just season averages. It's not like they went into Syracuse, shot 55% from the field, 53% from the three-point line, and there's no way to recover. They didn't play their game of the year. No, they played their normal game. They were able to slow down Syracuse, make Syracuse play their type of game, not go up and down the court, limit the possessions, and make them... Each possession important, and we saw Syracuse wasn't able to get it done down in the end, and Louisville got the win. I think they're going to be able to keep it close again, Marco. You know, I see no reason why they won't be able to do that as long as they dictate the tempo. And by that, I mean keep the game slow because they don't play good defense. And when you're running up the up and down the court and you're playing a wild style of ball, it's even more difficult to play defense. But at least when you're in a half-court set, you have time to set up. You have time to, you know, run a couple defensive plays. And I think when you're weak on defense, that's something you definitely need. Um, so I, I think a lot falls you know, to Syracuse with the revenge side. And I'm hoping that's why we get some line value here. But again, I think that Syracuse gets that L. They're perfect on the road this year, 8-0. and But I don't think they go into the tournament undefeated on the road. Well, a couple points for me. First off, to me, this game is very similar to the Kansas-Missouri yeah. game that we talked about earlier. Syracuse is number one. 
they're going to be a number one seed. Exactly. No what happens? Big East tournament. They got the Big East, you know, locked already. Other than maintaining that number one ranking, uh, Syracuse only has the revenge factor. That's the the real motivation to this game is you know having. If it was their only loss of the season, right, right, right. I think I would put more emphasis. Me on too. That. Me too. But. They did have two. And, and, yeah, and it's exactly. And what you're going to revenge the one and not the other? Yeah. You know, you still lost. So that doesn't bother me. Um, the fact that Louisville come off their worst game of the year um, earlier this year, they had a bad game. They lost at St. John's seventy four to fifty five. So a similar bad game. Yeah. Score wise, you know, being held to a low point total. They followed that bad performance by beating this team. By beating this team, Syracuse. So you could have deja vu here. Uh, and finally, this part will not make sense when I say it, but you'll know what I'm saying. If the line comes closer to what you think, it's going to give you more points with Louisville. But, but I mentally. You'd be more worried on the Louisville side then. Because. If Louisville gets four in this game... They'll be more balanced at the books. Louisville can lose and cover. I want people to look at this game and look at this line and just say... It's a lock. Yeah. Pick the winner. It's a lock. Syracuse in revenge. And if the line's two, two and a half at most... We're in that just pitch just winner win the game, yeah. You know, so. I, 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 honestly, I don't mind either way. I'll tell you the truth, regardless of how I, I, I created my true line for this game or a fair line for this game. The bottom line is, I went in thinking if I'm going to be able to get points, I'm taking Louisville here. Yeah. I like the situation. I like the way they match up, and I'm willing to lose line value to gain. You know, that handicapping value, that situational value. And I really think we have it. Louisville's, I think they're, if not a bubble team, a team that has to look good in the Big East tournament. And no, no, you ain't going to look any better than beating the team that's ranked number one right now. So they, Twice. exactly. Th- that should get you an automatic bid. So, I mean, this is as I hate using the word must win because usually you pay a premium for must wins, but because of the situation, public perception is, is not going to view exactly, it that way. and we're not going to have to pay for that must win premium. And I think that's where we gain that extra value that I'm willing to pass up as far as not getting as many points as I'd love to get. I guarantee you, I can see Saturday morning. I can see the guys all around the country with their their schedule book. They're writing the lines down. As soon as they see Syracuse in a pick the winner situation and the revenge, they're going to circle Syracuse. And, and, yeah, and, and Kansas say, won, so and, they have to a, win or keep number one. And they'll say that uh, what's the chances that Syracuse can lose twice to, to this team? Yeah. Ain't going to happen. Not a team that played. And we don't have to lay a lot of points. That's, that's, that's just what their mindset's going to be. And uh, I got to agree with you. It's your official free yes, pick. Yes, it is. You've got Grab Louisville. Louisville plus the points. Don't matter what it is. As long as they're getting points, whether it's plus one or higher, I'm making a play on Louisville. And I'm going to give you an official lean towards Louisville. I agree with VR. Um, Good stuff. Go to pregame.tv. 
and you can make a prediction on this game. You tell us what you think the score is going to be. If you guess the score correctly, we will give you $100 in pregame dollars. They're yours to spend however you want. Use any of the pros here. This guy sitting next to me is not a bad guy to spend the money on. Uh, Vegas Runner still ranked number one at the Sports Monitor. Uh, you can check him out. Uh, of course, you can check out you know me with my plays uh, heading into tonight's action. I'm eight and one with my massacre. And games. you got a big one tonight. So big one tonight. We're, we're taping on Thursday, so most people it'll be gone. So hopefully we cash the winner. That's been uh, this week's uh, show. I hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back next week. We'll have uh, R.J. Bell uh, in the chair next week with us. Or we may not. Or we may not. <laughs> Who knows? We'll see. He's Vegas Runner. I'm Marco D'Angelo. Have a great week. We'll talk to you next week.